Welcome to the Be Iconic Podcast. Each week, dive into the Word of God with practical teaching that you can apply to your life as you live out your faith every day. Join Pastor Terry as he brings you the Word of God. And remember, whomever God favors, the kingdom features and the enemy fights. Be Iconic. You know, I want to talk this morning about discovering your purpose. And there are really four ways uh, to discover your purpose in life. And, and what, you know, what we know is that sometimes finding our purpose can be very difficult. Um, it can be, you know, uh, hard to, to, to figure out what our purpose is. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through a step-by-step process uh, to, to reveal um, what your purpose is. We're going to explore your feelings, your options, and by the end, of this teaching. And I'm going to ask you if you if you really want to discover your purpose, you should be prepared to take notes. But by the end of this teaching, um, you should have a, a solid tool um, to be able to employ uh, this in your life, to, to, to give your life meaningful direction. And, and there are four steps uh, in the process uh, of discovering your purpose. There are four steps in the process of discovering your purpose. Um, the first one is number one, you have to understand God's purpose. Uh, you have to understand God's purpose. That's the first step in discovering your purpose. The second step is understanding the principle of choice. Uh, you should understand the principle of choice. That's number two. Number three is creating your underlying principle. And number four, aligning your life with this underlying principle. Um, and when we when we began to discuss number one, which I would consider to be the most important uh, step in really discovering your purpose, uh, we have to know and understand that, that the Bible tells us uh, in Romans 8.28, it says, and we know um, that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and have who have been called according to his purpose. The, the Living Bible Translation says it this way. It says, and we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. The Apostle Paul wrote the book of Romans and he begins the chapter eight by discussing the differences between living by the spirit and living by the flesh. He points out that living by the spirit makes us sons and daughters of God. It makes us heirs to the throne. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And if we're God's children, we are heirs to the throne and we suffer with Christ. See, Christ gave us an example that we should follow. If you were with us on Sunday, we talked about what it means to follow Jesus. And, and if we are following Jesus, we have to understand that Christ suffered for us. And, and, and those sufferings were in order so that we might be able to share in his glory. Uh, then Paul compares the sufferings we face in this life with the glory that will be revealed in us. So it, it says in, in, in Romans 8 and 18, it says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the future glory that will be revealed in us. See, the spirit intercedes on our behalf when we don't know what to pray for. 
That, that's why when you say all things work together, that's the promise of Roman uh, 8.28, that God works for our good in all things, that he works for our good in all things. And, and this is reassuring. It means that no matter what the circumstance is, that there are only two qualifiers for God to be working all things together for our good. Did, did you hear me? I said that there are only two qualifiers for God to be working all things together for our good. First, he works for the good of those who love him. Somebody put that in the chat, if you don't mind. There, there, there are two qualifiers, okay, for, for God to be working all things together for our good. First, he works for the good of those who love him. Uh, just do me a favor, put that in the chat. He works for the good of those who love him. If you love God, then you can trust that he's working for your good. If you love God, then you can trust that he's working for your good. He loves you back. And when we love people, we're, we're, we're basically continuing what God is doing to us. Uh, and the second qualifier is that he works for those who are called according to his purpose. So, so, so the first one is that he works together for our good. And the second one is that he works for those who are called according to his purpose. That's what we're talking about in this show this morning. We're talking about purpose. And, and do you realize that following God means that you have to submit to his purpose? Uh, and, and you've been called by him for a purpose that he holds for your life. And watch this. As a matter of fact, the wording of this verse suggests that these two qualifiers, loving God and experiencing his call, are actually the same thing. They're, they're, they're actually the same thing. Loving God and experiencing his call are the same thing. So the, those who love God are called according to his purpose and vice versa. Being called to God's purpose also reminds what our good actually is. It's not our comfort or worldly success. It's the furthering of his purpose through us. Let, let, let me say that again. It, it's not uh, for our comfort or our worldly success, but it is for the furthering of his purpose through us. Uh, I think before we go too much further into this text, I think we need to, to first you know, figure out and understand that if you're called by God, you're always living in his purpose. If you're called by God, you're always living in his purpose. And, and, and God is God and he works all things, including your life, according to his purposes. That, that, that he works all things, including your life, according to his purposes. Nothing can happen. Nothing can happen without God ordaining it. Did you, did you hear me? Nothing can happen without God ordaining it. You might've thought you had the power. You might've thought you were the one to make it happen, but you have to understand that nothing can happen without God ordaining it. In Psalms 57 and two, uh, it reads in the New Living Translation, it reads out, cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. Uh, to God, who will fulfill his purpose for me. This is key in understanding God's purpose for your life, that, that, that there has to be a cry, that there has to be uh, some communication, that there has to be a reach out, 
uh, to God. If you want to fulfill your purpose, you have to cry out to God. You have to call on the name that's above every name. If you want to fulfill your purpose, you have to be in contact. You have to be in communication with Jesus. For the scripture tells us specifically, cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. Again, this is key in understanding God's purpose for your life. God has numbered your days, whether you realize it or not, or whether you think about it or not. God has numbered your days and, and, and he will fulfill every purpose that he has for you. He will. He will fulfill every purpose that he has for you. However, we do play a role. We do have some responsibility and our choices and our actions, they really matter. The choices that you make and the actions that you take, they really matter. Um, and, 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 and sometimes this is a mystery that we can't fully understand, but that doesn't mean that it's not true. We, we can choose to do things that will bring us more joy, give us a more sense of purpose, and, and that, that's really where we're headed with this broadcast is that we want to discuss and identify those choices that, that, that you can make to bring more excitement uh, and God-given purpose into your life. The, the, the second um, uh, key to your developing your purpose is understanding uh, the principle of choice. Yes, understanding the principle of choice. It was Norman Vincent Peale who said, and I quote, the greatest power we have is the power of choice. It's an actual fact that, that if you've been unhappy, right, if you, if you haven't been feeling well, that you can make a choice, that, that you can choose to have joy. Uh, and, and instead, and, and by effort, you can lift yourself into that place of joy, into that place of happiness. If you tend to be fearful, you can overcome that misery by choosing to have courage, by choosing to say, I'm not going to be defeated, by choosing to say, I will, by choosing to say, I can. And, and, and the trend and the quality of anyone's life is determined by the choices they make. Can, can I repeat that? I think that bears repeating that, that the, the, the trend and the quality of anyone's life is determined by the choices that they make. See, see, choosing is the most important activity in your mind. Actually being de decisive, making a decision. Choosing is the most important activity of your mind. Why? Because making a choice, you're making a proclamation. When you make a choice, you're proclaiming your desires to your subconscious mind. And, and, and once the subconscious mind gets to know your desires, it is going to do anything that it has to do to manifest them, right? Once your subconscious mind gets in tune with your desires, it is going to do anything it can for those desires to be manifested in your life. See, see the choices you make in your life become your goal. And, and if you're sincere in pursuing them, then there is no reason why you shouldn't accomplish them. Is this helping anyone? I hope this is helping someone. Uh, again, the 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 uh, your your to to make your goal, and if you're sincere in pursuing your goal, there is no reason why you shouldn't accomplish your goal. Now, indecision, on the other hand, 
Indecision, on the other hand, not only creates frustration, but it creates anxiety and, and, and as well as confusion. So, so when you can't decide, when you find yourself in a position where you don't know what you want to do and you're unable to make your that decision, you're confusing your subconscious mind um, but about what you want. So, so in other words, your mind can't tell you what to do because it's confused because you haven't been decisive in what you want to do. Does that make sense? Your, your, your mind can't tell you what to do because you haven't told it what to do. Um, but, 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 but it is important that, that the choices you make are made by you are in accordance with your true desires, purposes, and aptitudes. But, but, but here's where we get on a path of destruction sometimes is that a lot of us let others make choices for us. Or, 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 or make our choices according to what we think is correct. And even if that means going against our wishes, be, but, but, but here's what you have to understand. What is right for someone else may not be right for you, right? And, and, and the way to know this is by listening to what your heart says. So, so, so to begin, you have to make a list. You have to make a list of those things that interest you, you the, the things that you've always enjoyed, the things that uh, make you feel good, the things that make you feel better, the things that inspire you. Uh, you know, if, if you've ever been in a season of your life where you, you, you needed inspiration to get through something, you should be thinking about that when you're trying to determine what your purpose is, because you, you, you know that you've been able You've been down this road before. You, you, you've been able to be successful in your pursuits, regardless of what the obstacles have been. And, 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 and one of the things that you, you, you should remember that, that an obstacle is, is, is this. An obstacle is a combination of two words, the word obstruction and tackle. That, that means that if there's been something in your way that, that is prohibiting forward progress that's trying to stop you from reaching your goal, that you have to understand that that obstruction was meant to, to be tackled. That, 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 that if you have that word obstacle, if you have encountered an obstacle in your life, you, 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 you are going to be more successful in overcoming that obstacle if you really think about what an obstacle is. And an obstacle, again, is the combination of an obstruction and the word tackle. You put them together, you have obstacle. When it gets in your way, you have to tackle it. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's just meant to be taken out of your way. And, you know, you think about, well, do you like to do something creative? Are you artistic? Do you enjoy nature? Uh, you know, I don't know what you enjoy. Do you enjoy helping others? Do you, do you get pleasure out of making a difference in people's lives? You know, there, there are five questions um, that, that you should ask yourself. And I learned these questions from my bishop. Um, but, but these, um, my bishop, Michael, Michael D. McClure, he taught me this early on. As a matter of fact, this was the first thing uh, these were the first questions that I had to answer to him uh, before he even considered bringing me in, on as a son. Uh, and the first one is, what do you want? Um, if you're trying to, to, to determine and define your purpose, um, you have to know what you want. You, you, you'll never be able to accomplish it uh, if you don't know what it is. What do you want? The, the second question is, how bad do you want it? 
How bad do you want it? You know, how, how bad do you want it? We're talking about purpose here. We're talking about identifying our purpose. How bad do you want it? The next question is, is the thing that you want the thing that God wants for you? That's a, that's a good question. That's relevant. Is the thing that you want the thing that God wants for you? Obviously, if we're trying to fulfill purpose, we don't want it to be a, a, of a selfish desire. We, we want it to be God ordained. We want it to be in accordance with God's will. And the last question, but certainly not least, is what are you willing to give in order to have it? Uh, that's, that's actually not the last question. That's number four. Uh, what are you willing to give in order to have it? And the last question is, are you bold enough to declare it before you hold it in your hand? See, see, see the, the, the underlying principle um, is, is the next step to examine the list you just made. The, the, the underlying principle is the next step to examining the list that you just made and find out if there's a re recurring theme. Um, may, maybe it's a contribution that keeps coming up or, or you know, your desire to, to, to seek or give love or helping others. Uh, whatever it is, try to identify the central theme of the things you love. The, try, try to identify the central things of the things that you love to do. Um, and, 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 to, and, and try to be short and concise and, and precise in your statement, because essentially what this is going to do, this is going to be your mission statement. This is going to be your mission statement. And for those of you that might have just joined us, I see a couple of people just came in. We're identifying the steps to uh, discovering our purpose. And, you know, these five questions, what do you want? How bad do you want it? Is the thing you want the thing that God wants for you? What are you willing to give in order to have it? And are you bold enough to declare it before you hold it in your hand? All of these uh, questions should be a culmination of your mission statement. You, the, all of these questions should be a culmination of your mission statement. And it, it, it might even be something that, that something or someone that has influenced you, you know, um, you know, because of course, as you grow up, this statement could evolve, but its soul will remain the same. Um, so, so write your mission statement down. Write your mission statement down. And and, and the last, the last and final step um, in discovering your purpose uh, is that you have to uh, align your life with your underlying principle. Yes, you you have to align your life with your underlying principle. The final step in the journey uh, is, is, is to map your path to your purpose, that you have to map your path to your purpose. That means that you have to begin to implement the changes, right? You have to begin to implement the changes that will help to align your daily life with your underlying purpose. Does that make sense? You have to begin. So, so in other words, if you want to fulfill your purpose, if you want to discover your purpose, you have to begin to make changes that are going to identify with your purpose. And, and, and by making these changes in your lifestyle, you'll begin to live the principle.
and 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 this is what I know about making changes. So just to to give you you know a personal testimony, and many of you may know this already, is that I made a commitment to change my lifestyle um, about almost a year and a half ago um, to lose weight. And in making that commitment, I said that I was going to exercise. I was going to change my eating habits. I was going to walk every day. And I began to walk sometimes three to four hours a day. I, I eliminated sugar out of my diet. I eliminated carbs out of my diet. And what I did was I started for a period of 21 days. And, and what uh, what they say, uh, statistics say that it takes 21 days to create a habit. So essentially what I did with that first 21 day period was I aligned myself, right? I aligned my life with my underlying principle. Therefore, I began to live it out. So, so in other words, I didn't stop after the 21st day. It was important for me to align my life, my daily living habits, the things that I do with my underlying principle that would then take me to fulfill my purpose. And thanks be to God that as a result of doing that, that I am now in, in a place of consistency to where this is part of my life. It's part of my everyday life. It's, it's part of my underlying principle. And I live it out every day, every night. And if you commit to that length of time, it's, it's very possible that you will fulfill your purpose. Let, 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 me just, let me just say that again. If you can commit to that period of time of actually living out those daily activities that identify with your underlying uh, uh, principle, then you are well on your way to fulfilling your purpose. Uh, and 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 what'll happen is you'll you'll start to see your life change and really every aspect of your life, your your prayer life, your work life, your family life, your home life, all of these things will begin to change as you begin to live out your purpose. Um, and you know what, what one of the things that's really important about you living out your purpose is that when you live out your purpose, those people that are around you, those people that are connected to you, um, you give them an example to follow. And, you know, one of the things that we believe uh, here at the Iconic Church is, is that, you know, we were created to follow Jesus, that, that we were made in his image and his likeness. Um, and that, that, that means that we're icons, that we're made in the image of Christ on earth. And, you know, we believe that, that God's purpose for the church is to be living icons for his kingdom. We believe that we are, are created here uh, not just to follow Jesus, but for people to follow us uh, because God needs us. He needs us to fulfill the purpose for mankind. He, he needs us to fulfill the purpose for the world. Hallelujah. Because he said that we are going to make disciples of all nations. God didn't say he was going to make disciples of all nations. He said that we were going to make disciples of all nations. And that means that he knew that he needs some followers. He, he, he knew that he needed some disciples. He knew that he needed some icons. And, and, and one of the things I want to help you do is help you to discover your purpose uh, so, that, so that in you discovering your purpose, that the entire 
community, your family, your household, your, your neighborhood will be better as a result of you knowing what your purpose is. And, 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 and let's face the facts. Once you find your purpose, then you can help others find their purpose. Hallelujah. Uh, and, and, and sometimes, you know, we also have to realize that there's, there's, there's sometimes things you have to change in order to fulfill your purpose. That, you know, if, if you are, you know, know that your purpose is to be an entrepreneur, if you, if you know that you want to open up that restaurant, if you know you want to open up that nail salon, um, then, you know, you, you, you might have to make a decision as to whether or not you still need to be working a regular job. Uh, that, that's a whole nother conversation, that, you know, on faith. Um, but in, in, in the meantime, what you have to do is you have to begin to make those necessary changes uh, in your daily life that identify with your underlying principle. Again, I want to uh, just for those for the liberty of those that just join us, we're talking about identifying our purpose. And, and the four ways that we do that is, number one, we understand God's purpose for our life. We understand the principle of choice. We, we create an underlying principle, and then we align our life with that underlying principle. Again, I, I hope that uh, someone is, is getting this message. I hope that someone is being inspired by this message on this morning. Um, you know, we give God all of the glory. We give him all of the honor uh, this morning. And, you know, just, just want to, you know, just remind, you know, people that it's never too late to fulfill your purpose, that, that that it's never too late to walk in your purpose. It's never too late to discover your purpose. Um, it's never too late, never too late to, to, to discover your purpose. Uh, and, and then after uh, I'm reviewing those four items, we, we have to be able to answer these five questions. Again, if we wanna identify our purpose, the first one is, what do you want? How bad do you want it? Is the thing you want the thing that God wants for you? And what are you willing to give in order to have it? And last but not least, are you bold enough to declare it before you hold it in your hand? Hallelujah. I don't know who this message was for today. Uh, I really don't. But I believe that out of the, 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 the 12 or so people that are present right now, uh, I believe that, that God sent, sent me here directly for you this morning, that, that, that there's something that's been said or done on your behalf uh, that, that will help you to discover your purpose, that will, that will give you uh, the idea of what your purpose is, that will define, to help you to define what your underlying principle is. And then once you define what that underlying principle is, that you will then be, begin to take the necessary steps and actions to, to align your daily activity with your underlying principle. In other words, if you wanna discover your purpose, you have to live like it. Like the, the, the things that you are expecting to do in order for your purpose to be fulfilled, you have to live in those things. That, that means that you know if you wanna lose weight, right? You wanna lose weight and, and, and that's part of your purpose, then eating double cheeseburgers every lunch period is not going to help in the pursuit of you losing weight. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the one to break the bad news to you, but if you really want to lose weight, then you have to make those changes, right? That identify with your purpose. 
the, the purpose is to lose weight. So in other words, I can't, I know I can't eat these double and triple cheeseburgers from Wendy's uh, like I, like I really want to. <laughs> Why? Because that's not going to help. That's, that's not an underlying principle. Uh, that, that's not an activity that identifies with my underlying principle. You know, if, if you, if you want to be educated, uh, if, if you want to get closer to God and you know, you have to pray and you have to read the Bible and you have to study. Um, and you know, that if you don't do those things, then it's, 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 it's going to be hard for you to get closer to God because you haven't taken the necessary steps or actions in order to do that. So if, if, if you want to make your life better, you have to be um, in tune with the activities that you need to do to make your life better. Like, so, so, so you, if, if you know you want your life, your life to be better, then how you treat people should, should be part of your underlying principle um, because we know that, you know, how we treat people is, is good karma. It's just a good, it's just a good practice to have that it, that it comes back and it overflows back into our life. That whole uh, mantra, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. All of these things, all of these traits, all of these activities play a role in, uh, in, in making your activity identify with your underlying principle. Hallelujah. I want to pray uh, for someone out there this morning. Um, uh, If you have a prayer request, feel free to drop it uh, in the comment section uh, this morning. I'm going to head over here to this comment section and see what we got over here. Um, Amen. Uh, I don't see any. Okay. I don't see any prayer requests, but I want to go ahead and pray. Um, I want to go ahead and pray for purpose this morning. I want to pray for purpose and I want to pray for the person uh, who, who who's having trouble identifying their purpose? I want to pray for the person who 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 knows that they have a purpose, but they don't know what it is. I, I want to pray for the person who 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 really wants to walk in purpose, but haven't figured out what they need to do um, to walk in in their purpose. Uh, that, that, that's what I want to do. So let's pray. Uh, gracious and heavenly Father, God, we thank you today. God, we thank you today, God, that this is another day that you have made. And because it's a day that you have made, we should already be rejoicing and being glad in it. We should already be lifting our hands and giving you glory. We should already be giving you glory and honor for the things that you brought us from, the the things that you brought us through and the places that you've taken us to. God, I pray this morning, God, for the person out there who doesn't know what their purpose is. I pray this morning, God, that that through this teaching, God, that they develop an understanding that there's some choices and some changes that they have to make, uh, God, to, to really understand and identify what their purpose is, to really discover what their purpose is this morning. And, and, and that those steps and, and, and realizing those steps, they understand, number one, they understand God's purpose for their life. Uh, and number two, they understand the, the principle of choice uh, and that they understand that they must create an underlying principle and that they must align their life with this underlying principle. God, we give you glory this morning, God, that someone's life is going to be changed as a result of this word. God, we give you glory this morning, God, that someone is going to discover their purpose as a result of this word this morning. God, we give you glory this morning, God, that someone is going to walk in purpose, God, as a result of this teaching 
this morning, God. And 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 when when people ask them what their purpose in life is, God, they're not going to be hesitant. They're they're not going to be indecisive about what their purpose is, God. They're going to know what their purpose is, God. They're going to know and 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 be able to say, yes, all things do work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That, that That's really where your purpose comes from. Your purpose comes from God and the purpose that he has for you. And he says that if we love him and, and, and if we are, are fitting into his plan, then we've been called according to his purpose. Hallelujah, God. So we thank you this morning, God, for purpose. God, we thank you this morning, God, that our mindset is different. God, we thank you this morning, God, that we can walk in purpose, God, that we can think uh, about purpose, God. And when we think about it, God, uh, that we will begin to enact the activities in our everyday life that will propel us into our purpose. Uh, I pray that this word bless somebody today. Um, I do. I hope you all have enjoyed uh, this message on today. I uh, want to remind you all that uh, we certainly uh, are, are open and receptive uh, to, to any um, gift or offering as a result of this word. If this word has touched you and, and helped you in any type of way, um, you know, again, you know, feel free uh, to give. You know, the Bible says um, that, that when we give, uh, that, that we'll receive back good measure, pressed down, shaken together and overflowing, it will come back into our bosom. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or, or a seed begging for bread as a result of their gift. I've never seen anyone go hungry as a result of their gift. I've never seen uh, any, any, anyone not be able to put food on their table as a result of their gift. I've never seen the righteous forsaken as a result of their gift. Hallelujah. I pray that this word blessed somebody today. Uh, if this word bless you today, just put some hearts on this thing. Tell, tell God how good and how happy you are to be in the land of the living, that, that he's inspired you to do something great. He's inspired you to do something big. He's inspired you to walk in your purpose. Again, uh, pray this word blessed you today. My name is Pastor Terry with the Iconic Church. I look forward uh, to seeing you all again on Sunday if you're able to make it, uh, and certainly right back here on Tuesday, same time. Well, not actually, not the same time. It's going to be 6 p.m. on Tuesday Pacific time, Thursdays at 6 a.m. Again, thank you all for joining me on this first uh, episode of Be Iconic, On Purpose, uh, Discover Your Purpose. I hope that this message has been helpful and to helping you identify as well as discover your purpose. Thanks for listening to the Be Iconic podcast. If today's message blessed you and you would like to learn more about what God has for your life, you can reach us at our website, www.iconicchurch.com. And remember, whomever God favors, the kingdom features and the enemy fights. Be Iconic. Amen.